are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind-the-scenes juice on Becca's season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. Welcome to podcast number 88. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Before we get started, want to talk to you about our sponsor for today's program. It is brought to you by the upcoming film, The Spy Who Dumped Me. Hilarious action comedy follows two best friends, played by Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon, who become entangled in an international conspiracy when one of them discovers that the boyfriend who dumped her was actually a spy. Get your tickets to The Spy Who Dumped Me, also starring Justin Thoreau and Sam Hewen, in theaters this August 3rd. A lot to get to today uh, in this podcast. First off, a couple things, house cleaning things to do. As always, please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. I'd really appreciate it if you did that. It helps the podcast tremendously. We've had a great run of success for top 10 podcasts in the TV and film category in Apple Podcasts, so that's great. Thank you very much for that. Nell Coulter's Floribama Shore recap is up this Tuesday. It's up every Tuesday. Check it out. Their season is only three episodes long, episodes in so far, so she'll be covering all season. And then you will be getting more Nell come middle of August as Are You the One? Season 7 starts up, and she'll be recapping that for you. Um, the other thing is the He Said, She Said podcast with myself and Ashley Spivey. If you want to be a part of it, just email myself, email Ashley. If you email Ashley, she probably just forwarded it to me. Uh, since I coordinate all the calls and just all you have to do is have Skype and tell me what time zone you're in, when's the best time for you to record, tell me the issue that you want to talk about. We pretty much let it. I don't think I've, I've ever had anybody email me and I said, no, we don't want you on the show. Like I pretty much let everything on. But, you know. it's usually, you know, marriage, dating, relationship, sex-based, something along those lines. It doesn't have to be a major issue. We've had a couple great callers, uh, you know, some serious calls with, you know, sexual assault that have happened in the first couple episodes, and um, we don't mind talking about that. Um, So I think if you have anything that's bugging you or whatever it may be in the dating world, relationship world, marriage world, feel free to contact us. And if you want to be on the next show, and we don't have to use your real name. Um, some we do. Some say, yeah, I don't care. Use my name. And some say, ah, can we use a different name? That's fine. It doesn't matter. We're not outing your last name anyway. So uh, it's not like anyone can find you based on your, your phone call. So uh, if you want to be a part of that, just let us know. Uh, and uh, we will arrange that. But on to today's podcast is interesting because about a month ago, you saw it in the tabloids and in the media outlets, entertainment sites, that Luke Pell and Holly Allen had broken up. Luke and Holly had dated since around March of last year, so a good year and a half, although he did go on Winter Games, which we will talk about. And remember, after Winter Games ended maybe a week or two after, because he was getting so much shit for everything that went down with Stassi, he came out and basically said, well, the reason I did what I did was because I went on Winter Games and realized that Holly was the one for me. And he immediately went back to her after the show, 
shortly thereafter, he, when he released that statement, she moved to Nashville to be with him. Like, this is something that the reason why Holly is a podcast guest is because it's something that's been covered by the media. And Luke, like him or not, is a polarizing figure in the franchise. And I did an expose on him last year. I have included the link in today's uh, podcast on the on the website. And, you know, if if a guy from night two breaks up with a girl and that girl comes to me and says, I want to talk about my relationship with it, it's just like, let's face it, there is a pecking order when it comes to importance on this show. And Holly basically became indirectly a storyline on this show because Luke used her as the reasoning for why he did what he did on Winter Games. And they dated for a year and a half. It's not like she's a, a one-month fling or, you know, they kind of dated, saw each other on and off. I mean, you'll hear in this uh, interview how serious they were pretty much right from the get-go. And it's interesting. There's a, there's a lot to wade through. It's almost two hours long. Holly is very descriptive in her relationship with Luke. So um, uh, in terms of when things happen, when they did, because I kind of wanted a timeline. And was honestly, just like you guys, I was really confused on the timeline of all this and how things happened and when they happened. So I was looking to get that out of her and, and we definitely did, but yeah, I I'm, I'm well aware that what people are, are, are already going to say in regards to why is she on the podcast? Well, because it was covered by media outlets. It's a story. Um, a guy or a girl who gets eliminated on episode two and their ex comes to me and says, I want to talk about my relationship with so-and-so who people barely know. Like that's not, I mean, whatever may happen, I mean, if there was a major assault or something like that, that's different. But if it's just like, oh, this guy cheated, he's a dog, like, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that in the franchise, and plenty of them have never come on the podcast. With Holly, it's a little bit different. She became a story. She became a media story because of Luke's breakup with her, and before that, using her as the reasoning for why his actions on Winter Games were justified in his own head. And it's just really interesting to hear this and everything that went down and kind of what Luke has become and the fact that, like I wrote yesterday, when I wrote that expose on Luke yesterday, or uh, last year, I had a lot of people came at me, and most of them had a Twitter account that had Luke Pell's name in it or fan club in it, and they came at me pretty hard. Well, it's funny because since this Holly breakup in June last month, especially in the last couple weeks, those people were emailing me or tweeting at me or DMing me saying, I was one of the people who came at you hard last year. I thought you were really hard on Luke, but I've started to see what is going on with this guy. And I've started to see that all his relationships seem to end the same way. And I feel duped and I'm sorry for what I wrote about you last year. I mean, I've got the emails. It's, you know, it's nice to hear, but I, You know, all I try and do is kind of warn people. And as you'll hear with Holly, Holly was not a huge fan of mine in the beginning because right when she started Luke is right around, right when she started seeing Luke is right around the time I did the expose on him. So she's in this weird place where, okay, this guy is writing pretty bad things about this guy I'm starting to see, but do I believe him or do I believe the guy that tells me, hey, don't believe what that guy is writing, you know? I expected her. I didn't expect her to believe me at first, but I knew inevitably what how this was going to end because it had happened with previous girls who told me exactly what he was going to do. And you'll hear in this podcast, it's pretty much what happened to Holly. So 
that's enough of an intro. I don't want to give it too much away, but I know it's long. Stick through it. You'll really enjoy it. I did. I appreciate Holly for coming on because this isn't easy to do because she knows she's going to get uh, flack from Luke fans and people who just refuse to believe uh, facts that are put in front of them. So anyway, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Holly Allen coming up on podcast number 88. Okay, let's welcome in our guest. Uh, her name is Holly Allen. She is indirectly part of the Bachelor franchise because of her recent year or so long relationship with Luke Pell, one that apparently caused him to act the way he did on, on Winter Games by his own admission. So Holly um, decided to come on today to discuss her relationship with Luke and everything that happened. Holly, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, of course. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm okay. I'm a little nervous. Um, Don't be nervous. I just, I, I just poured myself a glass of rosé. Oh, <laughs> so even better. I, yeah, we'll see if that helps. Let's see if um, rosé leads to, uh, to <sighs> tea spilling. Um, you know, look, <laughs> look. I'm not, I'm not here. I already know that Luke, what Luke fans are going to think about this interview. So I don't really. Yeah. This interview isn't for them. I don't care what they think. Yeah. Nothing that you say is going to sit well with them anyway. So just keep that in mind as we're going along, because I think there are a lot of more people that are starting to realize exactly what this guy is about uh, from what I've reported, how he acted on winter games and, and the like. But, you know, if we rewind a little bit, mm-hmm. it's interesting to talk to you because about 15 months ago, I, this would have seemed impossible. Like I had come out with a story about Luke and how he had talked to and was seeing multiple women around the time Nick's season of The Bachelor was being cast, thinking he yeah. was going to be The Bachelor and and promising these girls that they could be on his season, and obviously that didn't happen. But when I posted the story and the expose on Luke last March, you had just started seeing him, and I was basically saying out loud, like, hey, I don't know you, Holly Allen, but you have no idea what you're getting into. Good luck, because the same thing's about to happen to you. And... Yeah, You know, kind of like throwing you a warning without knowing who you are, but just saying, hey, you might want to read this or whatever. Once the breakup was announced last month between you and Luke, I had written that, hey, I I don't mean to say I told you so, but, you know, and by all means, I'd I'd love to hear your story if you're willing to share. And here you are. So there's a a lot to get to. Uh, Let's start with this. When I posted the expose on Luke last year. Did you read it? Had you heard what it said? What made you get into something with him right around that time that was out there? Yeah, so I did. And let me preface it by saying I um, I don't watch The Bachelor. I didn't have a clue who you were. No offense. Um, That's fine. I, I don't read tabloids. Um, so it was all very, very new to me. Um, and the reason... I did read it, um, but it was because Luke told me about it. He, you know, is he was kind of like doing damage control, I think, um, and getting ahead of the game. And so I, I believed him because he came to me and was like, Hey, you know, there's some stuff out there about me. Of course it's not true. Um, but I wanted to tell you before you find out about it. And so, you know, I was like, Oh yeah, of course, you know, you're in the public eye. Of course there's scrutiny. And, and, and then what you posted about me, was actually there was were some false things in there and so and i mean just little things but it was enough for me to discredit it yeah um, and for and those continue that, on for those that don't remember i'll we'll over re, 
remind yeah. them about what I reported that was was wrong. It was it was yeah. a small detail, but it was wrong. Right. And basically, what it was was I had told this whole expose about what Luke did to former contestant Lauren Hussey, what he did to Ariel Snyder, how uh, he said things and to Jubilee as well, and. Um, and then right around the time I released that expose, I basically said, and look, here's the girl that he's currently seeing. Mm-hmm. And I used a picture that you had posted from Instagram where yeah. you had blurred out a guy in the picture. And yeah. I thought that was Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke had been at your work at the Malibu wine safaris yes. right around the day before, or maybe it was two days before. And yeah. I just assumed it was him, but it wasn't. So that's right. kind of what it was. Right. So you know, yeah, it, that's exactly what it was. It was a guy in the photo that you assumed was Luke. It wasn't. Um, and so I just was kind of like, eh, whatever, this is gossip. And again, I'm just not used to that, the whole like world of tabloid gossip. And so I just, it was yeah. easy for me to, to believe, you know, everything that he said. And because, um, you know, he'd been like somewhat transparent with me about other things. And so it just seemed, yeah. Well, <laughs> I just I, let I, it let it roll off my back. So. And you know what? You're in the beginning of a relationship with Luke. Like I didn't, you know, when I threw it out there like, "Hey, I hope you realize what's coming to you because mm-hmm. he's going to do the same thing to you." When I say yeah. when I say something like that, and you're not the only person in this franchise that I've said it to. Right. I've right. said it to more than three or four girls in this franchise and none of them have yeah. listened to me because right. it's been in the beginning of things and I get it. You want to believe the person you're with other than somebody that you don't know who is reporting yeah. negative stuff about this person you're seeing. So I get exactly. it. I get why exactly. you didn't listen to me. Um, I knew it yeah, was, and I, then, I knew it would turn out <laughs> the way it did, but um, yeah. you know, I mean, in the beginning thing, in the beginning things are new and shiny and exciting and fun. And you just, you know, and you want to believe the best in the person who you see the best in. And so it, you know, it's easy to just ignore all the noise and, and focus on your relationship. So, um, yeah, I, that's just, that's just human nature. So let's so. get to that good stuff, uh, about Luke and your relationship. So at that time, which was around mm-hmm. March of last year is yeah. when you guys started seeing each other. Explain to everyone yeah. how, I mean, you're not part of Bachelor Nation. You don't watch the right. show. Explain right. to everyone how you and Luke came to be, who contacted who first, when you first saw each other he's a he's a musician in nashville you work in southern yeah. california how did it all come to be yeah so my friends i have multiple friends that do watch the show and they're all like kind of in different friend groups of mine and i have four different girls who i'm very very close with reach out to me because i had just gotten out of um, a three-year relationship and it was you know people are always trying to set me up with people and i say no <laughs> um but my friends were so excited that I was single and then this guy was supposed to be the bachelor because they do watch the show and they were so in love with Luke uh, because of watching the show and it, you know he from an outsider's perspective he is very very similar to me we have very similar upbringings on paper we could not be more perfect for each other so it made sense that my friends um, wanted me to meet him so they actually and you say when can, you say that because why you, I know you're, you're from, our, you're a country like, girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in Wyoming, uh, on a ranch in very, very rural Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where like in the summers, my family lives up in the mountains with no electricity. Um, we, I mean, no plumbing, no anything, just spring water and everything operated on propane. And I grew up 
um, training horses, riding horses. My family has a hundred um, horses and we take, it's a guest ranch. So we take people out into the wilderness from all over the world. Um, mm. and, and I mean, Luke grew up training horses. He grew up in Texas, um, in the country as well. Uh, I mean, a hometown even smaller than mine and mine, my hometown only has 7,000 people. So, uh, we just understood each other on a level that most people don't. But at the same time, we both do really well in a city setting or, you know, in, the spotlight or we, we, you know, we like bright lights and, and big dreams and, and it's hard, it's hard to find that, you know, it really is. It is. I mean, I always have a hard time, um, finding a guy that's suitable for me because if they can keep up with my city life, they also don't know how to change a tire or like I outwork them, you know? And, and so it's, it's hard to find that. So, um, so one of my friends, you know, show, told me about this guy and, um, it did pique my interest and they convinced me to actually go and try out for the bachelor. Um, and I'm one of those kind of people that says why not to a lot of things. And I get into some weird and fun situations because, because of it. So, so I did, I went to an open casting and with like a herd of women and, and went through the whole thing, spent a few hours there, figured I'd never hear from them again, but I ended up getting like all the way through the casting process going to the bachelor offices several times down here and and getting to the very end, um, two weeks before filming. And it was, so they ended up, um, announcing Luke. And again, I didn't know much about him at this time. And I never even watched an episode of his on, um, like I knew the spark notes, but I never watched an episode of him on Jojo season. And I remember the, the head of casting asked me like about, about if I knew who the guy was and, and if I liked him. And I said, well, I don't really know. I don't know much about him. Why well, I, I le- at least haven't watched him on TV. And she was like, why not? And I said, I don't want to go into this as a fangirl thinking that I like him because I've seen him on TV. If I like him, I like him. That's great. Um, but I don't want to have any sort of preconceived notions. I just want this to be as raw and natural, um, which is funny because she did not like that answer <laughs> that I gave her. But, but anyway, um, so the night or the day after they announced that it was Nick, um, that same casting director called me and she said, Hey, you might've heard, um, we announced last night that it's actually going to be Nick and he is not, not your cup of tea. Uh, and so she said, we're not going to bring you on for the season. We really just liked you for Luke, um, which was fair, you know, cause yeah. again, we're, we're like the Ken and Barbie of country, the country world and, or that sounded stupid. I'm not okay. I will never, never compare myself to Barbie again. That's more like his new girlfriend. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so no harm, no foul, no big deal. And it was, I didn't even think about it again for several months. And then my one girlfriend back home in Wyoming would not leave me alone about it. She kept harassing me. Like, you need to meet this guy. You need to meet this guy. You know, she's playing Cupid from afar. And so I messaged him over Instagram and screenshotted it to her and sent it to her. And I was like, there you go. Do you know when this was timeline wise? That was late March, late March of 2017 of last year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Late March. So, so I screenshotted it, sent it to her. And I was like, there you go. Are you happy? And she was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did it. You know, it was like that. And that's where I thought it would end. Well, he responded like nearly immediately and was like, Hey, I just landed in LA. Do you want to go grab a drink? So I, literally went within an hour of me sending that message. I was picking him up from his hotel room, um, or his hotel. Uh, and we went out 
in LA and got a drink and, um, like basically we're just inseparable after that. Um, hmm. so yeah, he doesn't like, well, <laughs> he didn't like to tell people that story because it was over Instagram. And I think he doesn't like to admit that he reads and responds to girls messages on Instagram as well as sends them. <laughs> so he actually never, like we never, I never really got to tell that story to people. Um, except for very close friends. Like when we would, you know, be out in social circles and people would go, Oh my God. So how you, how do you meet? And Luke wouldn't really want to, um, share that, which makes sense now knowing, um, what I know. But let me, but let that me is, re- that's how it let went. me rewind a second here mm-hmm. on w- when you, when I mentioned about, did you read the, the, the thing that I posted about him oh, and, yeah. uh-huh. with Lauren, uh, and Ariel, um, at that time, did either of those girls ever reach out to you or did you ever reach out to them and be like, Hey, is this, is what this reality Steve guy reporting? Is this, is this true about Luke or you, there was just no contact with them back then? No, no, I didn't reach out to them. I just didn't want to, I don't know. I, it seemed like a lot of drama and I didn't, Yeah. I don't know. I didn't care enough, I guess. Um, and they, and they also did not reach out to me. So, um, it was just like, okay, they, he's got a new girl. Let's let her experience yeah. it for herself. So yeah. at that point, this is March of last year. For all we mm-hmm. know, you guys, I think, were pretty good from March of last year until, yeah. um, you know, right around November-ish of, of, of last year. So yeah. tell us about the relationship with Luke. Uh, you guys were obviously doing the long distance thing. So how mm-hmm. often did you guys see each other? And this was... You know, when this started, you guys were definitely exclusive, right? I mean, oh, yeah. As far as you knew. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. As far as I knew, yes. Okay. Um, as it turns out, very much no. Um, but in what we had, you know, talked about, you very exclusive. I mean, like I said, we were like inseparable after um, after we met here in L.A. He, I convinced him to change his flight. So he ended up staying here longer and um you know, we like hiked to a waterfall, went to the beach, went to my work. He met all my coworkers. I met his sister. Um, and then like a week later I met him in Vegas and I met a bunch of the guys from the bachelor world, uh, cause they were all there for an appearance I think, together. I so think I, that was one of the pictures that I used as well to show that yes. Luke is, mm-hmm. it was in a suite with like Jeff Holm and James, yeah. James Taylor, James Taylor and yeah. Robbie. Yeah. And Robbie. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause we all stayed in the suite together. It was like all the bachelor guys and then me. <laughs> yeah. It's like the token girl. Um, and, and, that, and you got okay, to experience other- firsthand the experience that is James Taylor, Robbie <laughs> yeah. Hayes yeah. and Jeff Holm. I take it. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm still friends with all of them actually, but, um, but they, I mean, the guys in the bachelor world are crazy, but, um, but I really like those guys actually. Um, but another thing like that, that resonated with me and helped, I guess, convince me, I don't know. So that, trip james taylor pulled me aside at one point and was like you know you got to be something special holly because i i've never seen luke look at a girl the way he looks at you and he's like and trust me i've been around him with a, like a lot of different women all over the country because they've been touring together you know and he was like i'm around him and women all the time i've never seen him talk about and look at a girl the way he does 
about you. And so, you know, that, of course, that's like what every girl wants to hear. And, you know, so everything mm. else just kind of melted away. And, you know, and it was very sweet of him to say that. But, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I digress. But so it was in Vegas. And then um, we all hung out. Super fun trip. And then from there on, Luke and I were we weren't back and forth. I was back and forth, um, you know, cause he has a busy schedule. So I kind of just reorganized my life around that. Um, he came out to California a couple times, but for the most part, I was back and forth to Nashville like every two weeks. I think the most we ever went without seeing each other was a month, maybe, mm-hmm. um, maybe five weeks at one point, but, um, but talking, it was very, talking very, every very, day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking every day. It's, oh yeah. Talking every day, FaceTiming, um, obviously, um, or Instagram messaging because he's like always on Instagram. So he would randomly, like, he switches between Instagram and text. Anyway, so yeah, no, constant communication. Um, I mean, he said the L word within a month. It was very, um, it was just a, yeah. I mean, well, solid, let's take solid a, Let's take a page out of the Bachelor. Let's take a page out of the Bachelor world and be like, okay, mm-hmm. so when he, ta- when he said the L word, was it, did he say, I'm in love with you. Did he say I'm falling in love with you? Did he say I love you? Like which phrase did he I use the first just time? I, I think just I love you. Okay. So he said it first and then you said it he, back? He said like he was like, Is it crazy that I love you? Like all right, because it was so soon, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I took like two weeks to say it back. Because, hmm. um, again, like it was only after a month. Um so he, he basically it, told Jojo the same take... thing after a month. <laughs> oh, he said I love you? I'm pretty sure he told Jojo he loved her uh, and on yeah, the show and he lasted a month on the show. So yeah. 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 Um, um, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, he does like, he, you know, he falls hard and, and quick and, um, I wasn't quite there. I thought I might be, but it wasn't until we were in Nashville. So he told me that like over the phone and then I think like in Arizona maybe. Um, and then I didn't say it until later when I was in Nashville with him. So anyway, so you guys saw um, each other all last summer, all the summer of 2017. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like, we're skipping over about six months here because for all I know, everything was fine between you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And you thought it was fine. Was great. Me, right? I was so, and the thing is, that's funny. I was so confident and calm in our relationship and other people would kind of question it. Like, you know, Holly, he's on the road a lot and he's, you know, I just, his lifestyle aren't, don't you get nervous? I really didn't. I was just so secure in myself and in him and in our relationship that I never was paranoid. I didn't worry. I mean, there were obviously nights where he wouldn't call me, which was very odd because he always called, he always had to call me before I went to sleep. Um, and he would freak out if I didn't answer, you know, it's like if I were busy doing something and I didn't answer him at night, it was like a big ordeal. And so, um, we always spoke before we went to bed and then there were a handful of occasions where he wouldn't call me and I wouldn't hear from him at all. And any normal girl would freak out and assume the worst. Uh, but I didn't, I gave him the benefit of the doubt every time, you know, when he was saying that he just fell asleep because he was exhausted from a show or he was sharing a hotel room with the guys and couldn't call, you know, I just chose to believe him because at the same time it's like it's like if you pull on one little thread everything just starts to unravel and whether it's true or not you'll go crazy and so it's like until i have any sort of reason to believe otherwise i just 
chose to believe him. So everything was great. It really was. Yeah. Um, well, I think I we, think one of the things that, you know, you kind of mentioned it in your answer there was the fact that he is a musician. And, you know, mm-hmm. there are there's a reason that musicians have a stereotype for sleeping around yeah. because a lot of them yeah. do. It's just right. it's the nature of right. the job. You go you are a musical right. act, especially Luke. Luke's not like the bass guitarist in a band. He's a lead singer of a band. Right. So he's the focal point of going out to bars, especially a lot of college bars where all these Lots. impressionable women are fans of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And yes. they see him out there, they send messages like the fact that you are dating a musician automatically have to put somewhat of a wall up right or right. you didn't right or you chose not I mean, to and you choose to, you chose to believe him immediately i mean because the thing is like i've i mean guys are either gonna cheat or they're not mm-hmm. um and it doesn't matter if they're famous or they're not i mean i know guys back in wyoming where there's like you know where i'm from and there's not a lot of options of people to cheat with but they somehow find somebody to cheat with and it just happens and sometimes it's about um lust sometimes it's just about like the control aspect or or whatever um there's always you know different reason but if they're gonna do it they're gonna do it and i always was you know just if it's gonna happen i think i'll find out about it but if i drive myself crazy wondering then that's not gonna do any good and if i start trying to investigate it's not going to do any good. I will just make myself mad. And so I just kind of, you know, whatever's meant to be will be. I do trust him until, you know, he's innocent until proven guilty in my mind. Um, And sadly, a lot of the, like the infidelity and everything, I did not find out about until later after our relationship ended, which is unfortunate. People, you know, now people are coming out saying, I'm so glad you got out of that relationship. X, Y, and Z happens. And yada yada and I'm getting sent photos of him with other women and and um and I wish that people had just sent those to me at the time because I'm not a strong enough person to have walked away if I had known um that that was going on but I you know you didn't know like it no I didn't know and it's such I mean obviously hindsight's 2020 and um and I'm I am glad I know now and I'm still I'm okay with with everything I mean it was over a year it was nearly a year and a half of my life and um some might choose to look at that as time wasted uh I don't I think it was definitely me- our relationship served a purpose it was meant to be I'm very happy that it happened I grew a lot from it I learned a lot um introspectively um uh, and so I, I don't regret it but you know it is it's a bummer that I'm finding out about a lot of this um after so much time has elapsed you know I wish I wish I'd known what he was doing on the road before but want to take a break real quick talk to you about today's sponsor the spy who dumped me upcoming film best kind of adventures are ones you can share with your best friend the spy who dumped me stars mila kunis and kate mckinnon as two best friends who become entangled in an international conspiracy after one of them discovers that the boyfriend who dumped her is actually a spy Hilarity ensues when they are forced out of their comfort zones and into a european hopping spy adventure wherein they can trust no one except each other and must work together to defy the odds against them. A hysterical summer movie coupled with nonstop and exciting action that is perfect to see with your best friends, family, and significant other. Get your tickets to see The Spy Who Dumped Me, also starring Justin Thoreau and Sam Hewen, in theaters on August 3rd. Now, let's get back to Holly Allen, uninterrupted for the remainder of the podcast. That'll bring us to basically the biggest 
uh, thing I think a lot of people want to know about. So that was like an intro yeah. to your relationship up until whatever went on with Winter Games. So Winter Games starts mm-hmm. filming in the beginning of December. Um, yeah. Well, we find out after the fact that, oh, you know, Luke says, oh, I was broken up. Okay. It just explain to everybody what the hell happened so, with Winter Games. Why did he go yeah, on it if he was... Great, great with, with question, his... Steve. Great question. I don't know. Gosh, that was a stupid decision. Um, but there is a little bit of a lead in here because it, it wasn't like he just one day decided to go on Winter Games. It was actually in the summer. It was like almost exactly a year ago because I think it was like it was like July or August something. I, I'm really bad at timeline, but um, I was road tripping through Utah. I remember that because he called me as I'm on this like solo road trip through the desert. And he says, he's like, you'll never believe who just contacted me, uh, the bachelor producers. And he goes, they want me to be the next bachelor this season. And of course, like my heart sank because I knew how bad he wanted that um, the first time around. So my heart sank. And I said, are you considering it? And he said, no, 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 of course not. Um, and secured, you know, he was like, no, I love you so much. So I would never, um, never even consider it. So, so I hung up the phone, went to sleep, just a ball of nerves. And then shocker, I like didn't talk to him for a few days after that. He just basically disappeared. And so I knew he was considering it. So he swore up and down that he was not considering it. I do think that he was in talks with them, like seeing what, like if he had a shot at it, because he really, really wants nothing more than to be the bachelor. Um, and he regrets that so much and talks about it so much. Cause he, you know, he says, well, I only have like however many thousand followers, but if I were the bachelor, I'd be over a million. And, um, that would have set me up so much better than, than just being a contestant. Like I should have been the bachelor. I messed up. He just still had such lingering regret of not becoming the bachelor. I know. It was so important on him, for him and he was so fixated on it. Um, but then last summer when it was announced that it was Ari, uh, he used that to give me some sort of peace of mind. You know, he said, see, Holly, it's, it's somebody totally different. It's not me. I was never considering it, um, which, of course, I still had my doubts about. But at least at least it was public that it was someone else and I could get some sleep at night. Uh, but here's the kicker. This is, this is the fun part. So after it was announced that it was Ari. Um, Luke said, well, Holly, why don't you try to get on this season, um, of the show? Cause like, obviously Ari is not your type. Um, and the amount of time that you actually spend with the bachelor himself is very minimal. So I wouldn't even get jealous. Uh, you could just go on the show. You'd probably make it till the end. Um, but like you likely wouldn't end up with them. And then afterward, um, you, we could just get back together, you know, or like public I guess announce our relationship and he's like then you would be part of Bachelor Nation uh, you would get a lot of Instagram followers you would get free stuff just like I do uh, and we could both reap the benefits of this and then when we announce our relationship Bachelor fans would be much more uh, accepting of it because you're part of Bachelor Nation now okay wait, so- wait a second <laughs> so this guy who is your boyfriend at this time yeah. you guys have been dating for roughly four or five months very seriously I might add says after he doesn't get the Bachelor gig and it's given to Ari, hey, why don't you go on the show? Because it'll help mm-hmm. our relationship. He, yeah. He's pushing you onto the show, not like, hey, go sleep with Ari or whatever, go hook up with Ari. It's just, hey, this will help our relationship because you yeah. won't like him anyway and you'll be part of Bachelor Nation mm-hmm. now. And Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds... As if, <sighs> as if I'm not good enough, 
you know, just being a regular old citizen, <laughs> like, like I wasn't good enough to, um, for the public to acknowledge our relationships or, you know, which made no sense. Let's remind people that this is, this is last summer. You're talking about this, where he calls you mm-hmm. and says this the summer before, yeah. as he told tabloids in stories after it happened i was set to leave to be the bachelor and they mm-hmm. called my bags were packed and they called me the night before and said we've decided to go in a different direction it's not you yeah. and then he basically trashed the show right saying oh yeah i can't remember the quotes but they're out there google them they're out there he yeah. was not happy that he was passed over for the show and here he is a year later absolutely 1000 percent willing to jump back in bed with them because it would improve his oh, twitter yeah. following and instagram following i mean he still he still wants to be oh part he'd of the take it in a heartbeat go back it's to, obvious. oh one yeah yeah 1000 yeah, percent um even though he yeah trashes the producers trashes the whole show in general and trashes the contestants i mean he speaks so poorly of them all and is so furious that people have more followers than him like dean and peter and he just like is just so distraught that they don't deserve it they're little you know bleep bleeps and um yeah i mean i can't believe people even follow them and dean's a joke and you know everybody's yeah anyway whatever um no i think that's i think that's important to note that he he (laughs) he he trashes a lot of people that he seems to buddy up with when the cameras are rolling you know for sure like the people from the show i don't understand the his friendship with them because of because of what he says behind their backs yeah it just doesn't align at all with <laughs> i don't know i don't understand it but again i'm not in that world so um i would hope yeah. that everyone else doesn't speak as poorly about each other as as he does but um so yeah i think he would jump back into being the bachelor if given the opportunity um without hesitation but so that happened, but then we kind of, you know, we got off course for a little bit, but then got right back to normal. And, um, and so we were together, you know, up until the fall. And, and again, he just like mysteriously, <laughs> this word that keeps being used by different women ghosted me. And we're in like a full blown serious relationship. And he just went like, just disappeared for a couple of days and I didn't talk to him. And then. And like, this was in the fall. And then when I did talk to him, it was like, he was just like, I just can't be in a relationship right now. I can't provide you the stability that you need. I, I just have too many things going on. I need to focus on myself, yada, 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 and ended our relationship. And so he ends it when, when is this? Of This was in October, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think it was October. Um, so it was kind of you know, abrupt and brief. And it's not like, and I said to him, I was like, Luke, we have never even had like a, a real fight. We haven't even had our first fight. And here we are breaking up. It's a little weird. Um, but I respected his decision. Um, I understood where it was coming from because he does lead such a crazy, busy life. Um, so we didn't talk, you know, we kind of went our own ways, um, for a few weeks and it was a good, like healthy seeming breakup. Um, and then his birthday rolled around, maybe. Was that when it was? I contacted him for his birthday, maybe. Um, When's his birthday? We don't, I don't, for people that don't know. No, I mean, um, what month is his oh birthday? Well, you don't need the day, but what month is his birthday? Wait, I'm trying to remember. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> October. <laughs> when is his birthday? Um, I don't know. 
shoot. When is it? I think it's October. Um, I'll just hold on. Let me Google it real quick so we know. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's October. Based on what you're okay, saying. this is really October twenty second, according to Wikipedia. Okay, I, I, this is so bad. My dog's birthday is October fourteenth, and I got them confused. Okay. It's, <laughs> you're right. It's October twenty second. So I reached out to him on his birthday. So I guess we were really only apart for a few weeks. Um, I wished him happy birthday, and then that like opened up a line of communication once again. So we started talking and didn't stop. I mean, at that point it was almost like the distance made the heart grow fonder, you know, that good old saying. And, and it really did. We were talking on the phone for at one point six hours. We talked on the phone, like just absurd. It was like, we missed each other so much that uh, we were talking nonstop. We would FaceTime all the time. We would fall asleep with the, this is really <laughs> like embarrassing, but we'd fall asleep on the phone and wake up and realize that we both fallen asleep with the phone next to us. And we'd be like, Oh, good morning. Okay. Going to work. Going to go start my day. Bye. You know, it was so ridiculous, but, um, but it was like, I know, I know, Steve, I know it was very like 16 year old Holly. Um, but it was, it was like cute. We missed each other and it was sweet. And I was so happy that, um, like the distance had made him realize that he missed me. And, so, so then he, he calls me one day and he goes, um, okay. So since we've been talking again, I feel like I owe it to you to tell you where I am. And I was like, what? where the heck are you? And he was like, I'm in LA. I just landed. So I got in my car and went straight to the hotel where he was. And he was in town signing contracts for winter games. Um, and he, and he had never brought it up before that day? Never. I had no inclination whatsoever that he was even considering it. And at this point, like, we're, like, back to, like, being so in love and happy. And um, and here he is signing up to go on another dating show. And so I go to his hotel and I'm just, like, pleading with him to not go on the show. Um, and we had a really nice, like, 48 hours together. I just basically packed a bag and went and stayed at his hotel with him. We went on a really cute hike with my dog and, um, ordered room service and drank wine and just enjoyed being with each other because I hadn't seen him, you know, since we broke up and what's messed up is that essentially we like got back together then. Um, the weekend, he, all, the weekend by, he was in LA for winter games purposes. Yeah. 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 Like by all intents and purposes, we like got back t- together. Um, and uh, it was a weird mix of me being so angry with him and so frustrated with him that he would even consider this, you know, because I'm sorry, I don't want to criticize, but the whole premise of winter games, I thought was a joke to begin with, you know? Um, and just going on a spinoff of that, it was like, you know, come on, quit while you're ahead. You're it's getting to the point where it just looks desperate. So I begged and pleaded for him to not do it. But at the same time, we're in such a, great place such a solid place I was so secure with how he felt about me and of course he's telling me all these things like well it's just about the sports Holly it's really not about the relationship um we're gonna stay in different cabins he said it's gonna be men and women in different cabins um I can go on and and here he planned on I mean he talked about strategies with me and he also said that 
um, his, I guess, justification was all of the people going on the show have already been through the show. So they know how to play the game and they know that it's not real. And so thus there are not going to be any real feelings involved. It's basically going to be like a bunch of people acting. And that's what he kept saying is that it's going to be like all of us that are there just acting and so he talked about a couple different ways that he could spin it and a couple different ways um that he could approach the whole show uh he originally wanted to do what um ben higgins ended up doing is like going on the show not having a connection with anybody not being physical with anybody and then at the end like professing his love for his ex-girlfriend back home me uh so that was his original plan but then he also talked about maybe targeting ashley i um and like pairing up with her and having a you know romantic relationship with her because she has a big instagram following and that could be beneficial to him and maybe he could convince her to just like pretend with him yeah that, that, that be- role ended up going to kevin kevin yeah <laughs> kevin used that same strategy but yeah. so i mean whatever i don't i don't know anything about their relationship um I know that Luke bashed Kevin and Ashley's relationship and said that it was fake. I, I don't know if it was. I have no idea. It seemed, I, I mean, it seemed like they actually did have a lot of fun together and have a good connection together. And I know they um, hung out after the show. Um, so I think Luke was just being very critical of it. And I think probably jealous because he did try to um, do that or thought about it at least. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's like sitting here talking through strategies with me of like how he can get through it without actually having to to date anyone and it's it's just ridiculous that I even was as tolerant as I was but at the same time I work somewhere where we film a ton of reality shows um and I've seen plenty behind the scenes and I do know that a lot of it is uh faked and and is scripted and 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 so I kind of I don't know. I gave, I guess just gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you, um, you convinced yourself that what he was telling you was legit. Like, Oh okay, yeah. yeah, this is the way it's going to be. Yeah. And, and I was like, we'll see when you come back, you know? And so ev- everything leading up to it is great. Uh, I spent Thanksgiving with his family in Texas. Um, right before he left. That would have been right before he left yeah. to go to do the show. Yeah. It was like six days beforehand or something. Um, it was right before they started filming. So, and I adore his family, Steve. I really, just love his parents um his sister is amazing they're just good people and again and i think that's a lot of it too i i adore them they're just they're like my family but from the south um and i hold them in like the highest regard and i have such respect for them and i kept you know i'm sitting with them at the dinner table and i'm thinking how could he, how could Luke have any ill intent when these are the people who raised him, you know, um, and seeing his family and meeting all of his friends, you know, I'm, I'm meeting his aunts and his uncles and his cousins and his best friends from childhood. And they're wonderful humans. And I, you know, I fit in so well there. I felt so at home and so at peace. And it was like, how could he ever, you know, be anything but good when he's surrounded by this, um, and so, you know, also I'm like sitting here meeting people for the first time and which I thought was a little odd. And I was like, well, what are you going to tell your best friend when he sees you on TV with another girl? Yeah. Well, yeah well, okay. So wait me. a second. So wait a second. You're at his family's house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
He's leaving yeah. for filming at Winning Games a week later. Yet you're there with him. What did the family think about? Wait, why are you going on the show, Luke? I don't. What was going I mean, on? I I'm confused. I don't really know, and I don't want to meddle in like in in their relationship with um with their son. I'm I think they were a little confused. Um, uh, yeah. Because and you know he's like sitting there being really affectionate with me um, and voting and, and everything. But I think I, but again, I don't know what he tells them versus what he tells me. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. Um, but I did, I did question, cause you know, I'd already met his parents and, and, and everything. So it's not like I, it's not like that was a first, but it was a first for me to meeting aunts and uncles and cousins and, and friends. And so I was, saying to him, I was like, what are your friends going to think when they see you on TV dating another girl so soon after meeting me? He was like, oh, well, I can just lie about the timeline. I mean, they don't know when the show filmed. He's like, it's not going to air until late winter. So they'll just assume that you and I broke up um, when I filmed the show. (laughs) So like, I already really just had this all planned out, you know, and I was, it was very conflicting and I was very torn, um, with him going into the show, but I wrote this whole big long thing before he went. And I just said, like, I trust that like, this is your journey. This is not my journey. Um, this is between you and God. You will do, um, what you feel is right, uh, in your life. I, I can't steer you in any direction. Um, because this is, you know, like I said, the path that you have to make yourself and pave yourself. And, um, I'll be here, uh, on the flip side of this, you know, I'll be here when you get out. Um, and then we'll just go from there kind of a thing. Um, so winter games ends filming and yeah, he goes and does winter games. You obviously have no idea what's going on. He can't contact you. No clue. No clue. And that was when like the California forest fires were going on. I was on standby for evacuation in my house. I had like, I was like, it was a very weird, time also because mm-hmm. i mean my house was covered in ash and i got a respiratory infection from breathing in smoke and i'm sitting here thinking like i could have i could like burn up in flames and he's he's here doing who knows what which apparently was kissing uh russians but yeah. um so when is the first so time you heard from him uh the and second, when he got his phone back the second he got his phone back he was still in the hotel i think um because he, he still had like a big winter park on he facetimed me and i was asleep so it was in the morning because he woke me up um and uh, and the, it was like the way he looked at me he, he just could not stop smiling he had like the biggest genuine grin on his face and was so happy to see me and he just was like oh my gosh i love you so much that was so um He's like, that experience made me realize how much I cherish you. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, that's what I wanted to hear. I hadn't <laughs> spoken to him for two weeks, 16 days, I think. I hadn't talked to him. And I was just sitting there, like, just so nervous for so long. And that's obviously the exact thing I wanted to hear. And I did. I heard that, you okay. know. And so, and he was just so thrilled to see me. Um, and likewise. And so... Do you know when the first time you guys saw each other after he got back from Um, Winter Games? After not long, within a week, I think I was back out in Nashville to see him. It was very soon after. Before Christmas, or was it after Christmas? Yeah. Okay. No, before. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, because it was pretty soon after Winter Games wrapped. Um, I went out there to see him. Yeah, um, it had to have been. So what so, did he tell you about Stasi? What wanted, was the first you I heard about say, Stasi? Right away. I will say he did want to tell me everything. Um, he's like, I want to, I don't want you to be surprised by anything. I want to tell you everything that happened. He said it didn't go how I planned. And so he really, again, wanted to do all the damage control, get everything out of the way and tell me, and which I thought was good because he wanted to be honest and tell me everything that happened. Um, I was shocked that he actually said that he had kissed not only one, but two people. Um, because I didn't think he was going to kiss anybody. Who's, um, who's the other girl he kissed? I already forgot. The the other Swedish girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Right. Uh, yeah. So forgot her name, but yeah. yeah. Apparently, he's got a thing for the Swedes. Um. So, I mean, at least I could respect his honesty. Um. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um. But and I said so. So the thing is, he said, yeah, I, I made it to the finals. He was so happy. He's like, and I was like, oh, so like, did you win? And he was like, Ugh, no, but like, just by technicality, they wanted Ashley and Kevin to win because like, they're closer to being Americans or something. Like he had all these excuses, like, well, I should have won, but technically they gave it to Kevin and Ashley. It wasn't fair. It was stupid. It was rigged, um, but whatever. But he was happy that he made it to the end, you know, because the end, that was the, that was the goal. Obviously, the longer you're on the show, the more followers you get. Yada yada. So, um, so he was happy that he made it to the end, but so I said, okay, so like you sort of develop, developed a relationship with this person. And he was like, well, yeah, but it was just like acting in a lifetime movie. And so I said, does she think that you're going to date in real life or does she, I was like, she knows that this is fake. Correct. And he goes, oh I, yeah, I, I'm sure she knows we're not going to date in the real world. So that was like, that was my biggest concern was, does this girl actually think also that it was just for TV? Because how Luke made it seem, it was fully for TV. And now I never watched Winter Games because I, I knew it would just make me sick. And the little bit of clips that I have seen did, I mean, they're literally nauseating. Um, and holy cow, he puts on a, a good um i don't know is it acting i don't know that's weird but she obviously when i saw the the finale and everything she did not think that it was acting um so i don't know and i mean he was out here for for that reunion he was staying at my house when they filmed the reunion show so it was just weird (laughs) i don't it was just weird how did i don't know how i got myself into this well situation but so when the stuff plays out with stassi on tv especially when they went mm-hmm. and taped the uh you know the finale where the that's yeah. where the shit hit the fan with stassi because when they left yeah people just assumed oh luke and stassi must be a couple and then they film that right. finale and it's awful and right. they and they get luke you know off camera or thinking he's off camera saying the stuff right. to stassi that he did yeah what which is very characteristic of how he acts when he's confronted yeah, so what what did he say about that? He said that they, like, targeted him and they had it out for him uh, and that they'd brought her out beforehand and kept him backstage so that she could win over the audience and um, and that, you know, she just w- wanted to get her 15 minutes of fame and, and boost her own following um, and that 
because she hadn't gained a lot of followers during the show, she wanted to have one last chance to boost her own fame. And so that's how, how he positioned it to me. Of course. Um, of course, making, him, making himself the victim again. Okay. Right, right. So, um, yeah, that the pr- producers played him and that that whole off-camera segment where he thought he was off-camera he said that that was just played on a loop and it was edited and and i mean i i know that there is obviously editing that comes into play with these shows obviously a lot of it is highly edited and manipulated i get that um and so i you know i don't think i didn't believe him but i i was empathetic which i think was my flaw in this entire relationship was my empathy uh, is really what came back to your, bite your, me. In the- your tolerance level for things yeah. that he did was a quite high yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You put up with a lot. Um, yeah. So right around the time the finale for Bachelor and or Winter Games aired, about a week later he does this interview with people where he basically says kind of what he told you. Like, I went on yeah. that show – and I realized when I was on that show, even though when we're watching the show, at no point does an ex-girlfriend or the name Holly Allen ever come up. Yeah. It's yeah. all Stasi, Stasi, this, and I'm really into her, mm-hmm. whatever. But he says yeah. after the fact what he told you when he first got on the phone with you after he could get his phone back on Winter Games, which was yeah. being away uh, made me realize that I wanted to be with my ex. And he right. um, essentially says, hey. Uh, he tells People Magazine this in an interview like a week after. It was damage control, obviously, because he was getting yeah. Oh, yeah. so much shit on yeah. social media for how he treated Stasi. So he comes out and he says, right. I'm with, uh, it made me realize I want to be back with my ex. And then uh, I think on yeah. March 15th, the middle of March, he, yeah. he does an official, quote unquote, Instagram post of you and him together saying that. And the story accompanied with it is that Luke and Luke Pell and Holly Allen are officially now a couple and Holly yeah. is moving to Nashville to be with him. Yeah. Is that right. what happened? Did you know that this yeah. was story was going to be on the uh, internet? Like that you guys were official no. now? Like, no. So I did not ask to be drug in to any of this, but I did the second, you know, you or whoever saw me in the background of Jeff Holmes Snapchat back in March. Yeah. I mean, I got drug into it um, unexpectedly. And then, just continue to get drugged farther and farther and farther. So after winter games, I experienced the most backlash and like the most hate and negativity on the internet than I, that I've ever experienced in my life. And just, you know, comments from people like, Oh, you must, must have no self worth. Um, you must hate women. You, and I mean, attacking my character, but also attacking my appearance. People were just, cruel i got so many hate messages from that because of luke um and i did because they felt bad for what happened with stassi and they assumed that you were meanwhile meanwhile i felt horrible for stassi also i think i mean i didn't know if what she was saying was the truth or not but if she was then i felt horrible for her and i was very conflicted with whether to reach out or whether that would just make things worse and i didn't know how to act i didn't know how to handle the situation with grace but i knew i was all of a sudden under like basically under fire like i was just getting such harsh repercussions from his actions um and so you know i stuck by him and i defended him because in turn it was defending myself and defending my character um 
And it was really hard. And he didn't apologize for that. I mean, he didn't apologize for dragging me into this, which I was, you know, I was a little hurt by that. I, I expected him to be a little more um, thankful and a little more forgiving that I would be his support system through all of this, regardless of how much it was hurting me um, as a byproduct. And so anyway, so as far as the people article goes, no, I didn't know that that was even going to be a thing. I was at work one day and my work is very busy. I don't, I mean, I'm working outside all day. We have bad cell service. We're running around physically all day. We don't really get like breaks or, or anything. And, and so he texted me while I was at work and goes, Hey, I'm, um, there's a people article being released today. Is this picture fine to use? I was like, wait, what? So I called him and I was like, what people article, what are you talking about? Um, and no, I don't even like that photo. Uh, and he said, yeah, I I did an article about how, um, we're getting back together, yada, yada. And so he didn't consult me about that. He didn't do anything, but just like, tell me as it was being released. And I was like, well, when is this happening? And he's like, well, right now. And so I was like, well, no, I sent him a couple different photo options. I don't even remember which one he used, but I was like, I don't know. This is like kind of a big deal. And and it concerns me. Wouldn't you? And I said, why didn't you tell me this beforehand? And he was like, well, I don't know. It's like my interview. Like it's your interview about your relationship with me. I am, but I am 50% of this equation here. And I think it's very odd that you didn't even consult me whatsoever. And here he is talking about how much he loves me and he's just madly in love with me, but it was just bizarre that I wasn't even involved in it. So yes, it was 100% damage control. Um, and that really didn't sit well with me. And that's kind of where things started to. So, so basically on the announcement where he says, we're, we're, we're exclusive. She's coming Mm -hmm. to Nashville Mm -hmm. was the beginning of the end. Yes. Yeah. That's where I started to really like question his integrity, um, question his, his morals, I guess. Um, and then so did, a little did more you move cl- to Nashville? Clarity. Did you move yeah, there or was, what was going on? With yeah, that? I was, I was what, bi-coastal. I guess it's not on the coast, but I did, I kept my place in LA because I love, I absolutely love what I do out here and I love LA. Um, I love my job and my coworkers and it was really hard for me to just up and leave. And I've wanted to move to Nashville for years because uh, uh, it's kind of like the LA Wyoming hybrid, you know, yeah. um, with a little Southern flair. So I adore Nashville. So I was excited to move there. And I'd been, I mean, the past year I'd spent like 30% of the time out there, you know? So, so I knew I loved it. I developed friends out there and, um, so it was a very easy transition. I just started moving more and more of my stuff out there over the past or over like a several month period, you know, I'd come out with a bag and just leave stuff and go back. And then the next time I came out, I'd bring more stuff. And he gave me one of his, like he has a two bedroom, uh, two bath apartment. So he gave me a closet. I had my own bathroom. It was nice, you know, got all set up. I got a job there. Um, but I did keep my place in LA. Thank goodness. (laughs) Okay, so you're living so, in Nashville for from this was right around March ish, and then we get the breakup announcement about a month ago, June twenty sixth or twenty eighth, mm-hmm. one of the that mm-hmm. you guys have split up. And I and I, I I thought the the breakup announcement was interesting because there were a lot of things that um, 
you know, that were said in this that I was like, mm-hmm. okay, wait a second. Something doesn't seem right because some of it came uh-huh. from some quotes were from insiders and then some were positive towards the relationship and then there were some that weren't positive towards the relationship. So yeah, I was confused on who gave what to whom or whatever. But yeah. how did the breakup all come about? Was it mutual? Did you say, I can't do this anymore? And why? Why did you guys eventually end up um, breaking up? I mean, no, it was completely one-sided on his end, um, and which is fine. I, I think... If we'd stayed together longer, I think I would have ended it. I just didn't really have the courage. I wasn't in the right place yet. I wasn't sure enough yet. Um, and so I think I think it was inevitable, but he ended it very abruptly. Um, he actually tried to break up with me over a text message originally. And I responded with, are you seriously breaking up with me over text? He said, no, 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 I'm not. Um, no, not at all. So he called, so he called me and broke up with me. So, um, but even still, he, it was very weird and abrupt, but it felt very familiar. And maybe this is just me being paranoid. Um, but it was at around the same time as last year when the bachelor producers contacted him. So not only did he, he broke up with me, but then he, he started telling people that it was, that it had happened like a month prior to when it actually happened. Um, so it, I still do wonder if maybe the bachelor producers contacted him. I did hear from somebody who he's friends with that they had, uh, that he had been talking to them. Um, and so I can't help but wonder if he thought that there was a shot there, uh, (laughs) and wanted to make sure that he was very, very single, um, in case they offered it to him and so i still think he he very well might be campaigning for it i mean i don't well, know. i mean he can campaign for it all he wants he's not gonna be the next bachelor he's never yeah. gonna be the bachelor i don't know why he can't get that through his big head i but, mean it's, yeah it's, oh he will yeah <laughs> there's, there's no way he's ever gonna be the bachelor i don't know what he's yeah. thinking um you yeah, know, no, like I said, it's speculation on it's speculation on both of our parts that that's the right. reason he ended right. it so, i just he did he was acting a little weird and sneaky uh, like right before the breakup. So I couldn't help, but like, that was one of my first thoughts was, Oh, this feels very familiar. It's the same exact time of year that, that the producers contacted him last year, but I don't know. But so he broke up with me, but then was very, very wishy washy. I mean, would still contact. I mean, he still would call me every night before bed. He would still talk After to you guys were the- broken up and you would move back yeah. to LA. Yeah. No, I hadn't fully moved back. I still had a bunch of stuff there. Um, So, but he was still just very wishy-washy with the breakup. And he was like, I don't know if this is the right thing to do, but I have to, like, we have to be broken up. (laughs) I was like, okay, I get it. We have to be broken up. That's fine. But he was just so like back and forth, you know, his actions and his words just didn't, didn't add up. So I don't know what the heck was going through his mind, but I mean, we still, so he really just wanted to kind of like get out of it scot-free um without having to deal with the consequences like he wanted to be single but he still wanted me at his disposal like if he texted me i remember i was working um one day and he texted me and i didn't respond for like 30 minutes and he lost it you know he's like what what are you doing why aren't you responding to me and i was like luke i don't owe you anything you broke up with me i'm not supposed to respond right away um or i or at all 
helpful. I don't, I mean, I really don't owe you anything. Uh, and he got so angry with that, but so it was just very, it was weird and, and very wishy-washy. And then I was out there for CMA fest. Um, and which was when went the first week of June, second week of June, like June 9th or something around there. Um, I think, and so that's when I went over to get my stuff um, and like spent the night, like like my last night in the apartment with him. But he, when I went over to pick up my stuff, he tried to avoid me completely. He went golfing for the day and like just really didn't want to have an in-person breakup. He just wanted to avoid any sort of confrontation. Um, but, but I, you know, I said to him, I was like, Luke, we've dated for almost a year and a half. I think we owe this relationship like a face to face and an actual like ending, you know, um, you, it was just a weird, he was just acting so weird. Um, but we did have a like really good, just last final, like goodbye. Um, it was very sweet. Um, and on really, really good terms, uh, you know, I stayed there with him and our dog, (laughs) Waylon, um, one last time and then and then packed up all my stuff and um and moved out uh, you guys bought a dog together well no he i was just like i mean he i was like mom you know luke called me mom to the dog but i picked i picked the dog out he got the dog but i you know we shopped for him together and um i bought all the so when, stuff for him and when luke like is our, traveling you know, it was and, like our dog when luke is traveling and doing concerts and going to college sororities to perform who's watching mm-hmm. the dog he has a friend um who's absolutely wonderful and generous and and she watches um Waylon when luke's gone she has him almost as much as luke does really or if or mm-hmm. if i were in town if i were staying at his house i would keep Waylon, obviously um and like whenever i was there i was the one that was like on dog duty walking him and taking care of him and everything so okay and after the breakup, you go back to California. And how often is the <clears throat> sounds like he was still trying to talk to you or like still trying to keep you by his side? What happened? Yeah. So, I mean, I left and he's still it was it was actually really weird because we had such a good, amicable, peaceful breakup. And then I leave and he just got mean like would say really, really hurtful things to me as if, as if he, as if I hurt him or something. And it was just this weird, vicious, hateful side that I hadn't seen. Um, and he was, you know, constantly, he, he blocked me on Instagram, um, which was bizarre. Um, well actually no, he blocked me because he started following a whole slew of girls, which obviously he had lined up ahead of time because, like, I don't know how he could have even discovered all these girls. It was like girls that he'd known um, and girls that he'd like met along the way, but, you know, couldn't follow them publicly because he had a girlfriend. So and a lot of them were sorority girls, like literally Greek letters in their Instagram bio. And so I called him out on like five sorority girls that he followed in one day. I was like, Luke, you're 33. Like, why are you following 18 year old girls on, on Instagram? So he blocked me. So um, he blocked me on Instagram, but then um, started uh, watching all of my stuff from Waylon's page, the dog's page. Um, 
He would, you know, oh, he would watch your Instagram stories from Waylon's account, a dog. Account. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Waylon, you know, cause Waylon's like little Insta celebrity. I mean, Luke, I mean, Luke gets paid a lot for having that dog. He's a business um, expense, if you will, is what he referred to him as. Cause he got paid a lot. Um, oh, nice. For posts with him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That was very odd. Well, I would, I want to ask you this. I, I want to, something you just said triggered mm-hmm. something in, yeah. in me. And it's because yeah. it's because I've heard the stories when I had spoken with Lauren Hussey back in the mm-hmm. day, she, uh-huh. she went through a lot with Luke. When you yeah. say that he got really mean, uh, yeah. and he would say, and he'd be really, he would say really mean things like what type of things are we talking about? I mean, just, uh, I don't think, okay. So I, I, full disclosure here. I have spoken to Lauren, um, since since. obviously you didn't in the beginning, but Mm -hmm. no, I didn't, but she kind of opened up a line of communication through a mutual friend of ours. And so I just said, you know what, what do I, what do I have to lose? And so I have spoken to her. I will say this. Once the breakup happened, you spoke to Lauren. Yes. mm -hmm. Yeah. After a little while. And She's so nice. She's a just cool, level-headed, smart yeah. woman, grounded, seeming. I mean, we talked for hours and just went back and forth. And I will say this. He was much more disrespectful to her than he was to me. I will give him that. Um, he was a lot meaner to her than he was to me. He did say some very hurtful, very spiteful things to me. Um, and he did treat me very poorly, but not as much as, as he did to her. So I think, I mean, he wanted, I think he wanted to like have a real genuine relationship with me. He really did. And he told me that so many times, um, that like, you know, this is the closest he's ever gotten to marriage. I'm the only girl that has ever made him think about marriage. Um, he would, Oh, Oh, Steve, this is grand. I forgot to mention this. After Winter Games, when he called me and FaceTimed me, he said, he was like, babe, our kids are going to laugh about this someday. <laughs> uh, I don't think that any children would think it's funny that daddy cheated on mommy on national television. But um, but anyway, I mean, he would like talk about kids with me. And, and you know, I do think I, – I don't doubt – he really loved me. I don't doubt that he wanted to have a real relationship with me. Um, but I just don't think it's in his nature. I just don't think that's in the cards for him. And I mean, he's, he told me when he broke up with me that he said, I'm, I'm going to start dating somebody new. I'm going to rebound. And he goes, but you know, it's not going to last. Cause he's like, if I, he, he would tell me over and over through our relationship, like that I was his ideal person, his ideal woman, you know? So he said, if I, you know, yeah, we're going to break up, but you know that like, if it doesn't work out with you, it's never going to work out with anyone. And so he's like, so I I will date. He's, he said, I'm going to date somebody, but it's not going to work out. It's not going to last. I'm just going to do that, you know, to fill a void or pass the time or whatever. So it's just weird. It's just bizarre. It's a weird thing to say, first of all, but, um, but I, so I I do think that he, yeah, I, I do think that he, cared about me um or at least tried to um and he didn't he didn't treat me like he treated lauren he treated her pretty 
horribly. And when he, and I mean, he cheated on her and fully admitted it too. Um, he, he never admitted to cheating with me. Um, well, no, that's not true. Yes, he did. Um, he did admit to cheating with, with me, but only, um, after the fact. Yeah. Only after the facts. But, um, I mean, she like fully caught him cheating and confronted him. So he didn't, he confessed to cheating to me or cheating on me uh, later on, but but anyway, um, well, so I, she I want to I... talk about that. I want to talk about yeah. it because you said you found out a lot of stuff after the fact in regards mm-hmm. to Luke, stuff that you had no idea was going on during relationships. So what are some of the things that you found out after the fact? And how um, did you find them I out? Mean, I mean, I like, girls that have hooked up with him um, have reached out to me. Um, people that he's very close with in his life and like friends of his have reached out and said, you know, good riddance. I'm so glad that you got out of that relationship. Um, and you know, they said he, I never really knew the seriousness of your relationship, but I will say that Luke never acted like he was tied down in any fashion. Um, and I've had people tell me like groups of girls in Nashville that like, Oh yeah, no, Luke always told us that he was single. Um, which is weird because I met so, I mean, geez, I was very public out in, in Nashville with him. So it was, that was kind of odd. Um, and then I've received photos of like girls sitting on his lap, um, and him being intimate with girls at shows and, and things. And that were from back in the day that, that that were from back when you guys were together while we were, mm -hmm, yeah, while we were together. Yeah. College girls from sororities Um, and stuff like that i've heard i've heard things from sorority girls i didn't the photo photos that i got i i don't think were sorority girls but i've definitely heard things of sorority girls which i always thought was very odd like why you're again a 33 year old man why are you going and having appearances at sororities it just was so odd to me and i told him that it was not a good look and i also asked him to stop doing those he was like nope it's a paycheck and i was like you can find other ways to fill your time and make money rather than going all around the country to these different stories i thought it was very very strange yeah i mean Um, i don't have any pictures but knowing mm -hmm. that james taylor was doing that and he was touring with james taylor and i was getting stories from girls who literally hooked up with james taylor telling me this guy is such an ass and Luke was there with him. I don't think that Luke was letting James do this knowingly. Yeah. James was I mean, doing maybe, this. And then he would know. just go back to his hotel and, you know, talk to you. Like, I just. I mean, I, right. I mean, maybe. Maybe he was. Yeah, maybe um, he was. But, but also, why even. But why do that? That's such a weird thing it's to do. E- it's, it's an ego stroke. That's all it is. I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't. Like, if I were to go around to, like, I mean, he Luke's old than me so I, it, the equivalent would be like a high school if I were to go hang out with high school boys it's a little weird yeah I don't know <laughs> you know it's a lot weird it wouldn't be a little weird <laughs> it's a it's a bit bizarre I, I I mean to each their own but what? um so anyway but I don't know um I don't have like any hard proof with the sorority girl thing um I don't want to throw accusations that i I'm not sure of, yeah. but, 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 we, but with other things, like listening. there was a show, there was a show in Sacramento that I was supposed to go to. I was supposed to bring my friend and I was supposed to go there. And then all of a sudden he just kind of disappeared off the radar. Then I have a girl send me a photo of her friend sitting on his lap backstage. Of course, I didn't get that photo till recently, but it was one of those shows that I was suspicious of because it just, something didn't feel right. And sure enough, you know, um, he was talking to this girl 
for quite a while. It wasn't like it was just a spontaneous thing. I mean, he had planned to see her. He had been messaging her. It was, it was a whole big thing. So, um, yeah, it's just it goes on and on. Now, I mean, you, you, you talk about this stuff and you find out obviously a lot of stuff after the fact and, mm-hmm. you know, there's really not a lot you can, you know, do now it's over. It, it's done yeah. with, um, yeah. You know, you spoke with Lauren. You realized there was a very much the same pattern of mm-hmm. the things that happened with Lauren, the things that he mm-hmm. said, and you know, he he gives you yeah. this false sense of hey, just me and you, kid, or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. making you think that you're the most yeah. special girl on the planet when yeah. he's doing so many you other know, when things. You're, when you're talking about marriage and kids with a person and begging them to move in with you and move across the country for you and and be with you, you know, like why would I? ever question anything. I mean, every time I came to visit him, he would say, don't leave. Or he would say, when is this going to be a one-way ticket? Like, when are you going to stop going home? So why would I ever? Because if you start questioning that, then you become this, the, uh, the girlfriend that, oh, she would just never open up to me. She, he, that would be his side of, right. God, I kept telling her all these things, but maybe Luke doesn't understand. It's kind of, you gotta, words are words. Obviously it's, 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 right it's the age old adage and it's, you know, it might be as mm-hmm. old as whatever, but you yeah. know, actions speak louder than words. And he yeah. seems to be all words, uh, all words. <laughs> and I, I don't, you know, at this point, you know, one thing I wanted to, you know, to, to kind of make clear and, you know, people can say what they want. Uh, you know, there are, there will be people uh, that will, like I said, automatically dismiss what you say in this podcast for mm-hmm. whatever reason. They <clears throat> mostly because they're pro Luke. Yeah. So they're going to, they're going to side with him. Yeah. However, yeah, there, there is a faction and this is kind of how you and I came together. And I was told that you, this would be a possibility because when I threw it out there, yeah. once I found out about the breakup, about you, hey, podcast is here. I never thought I'd hear from you because there was a part yeah. of me not knowing anything about you that you were probably too much pride. Like I, he, this guy basically told right. me a year ago what was going to happen. It happened. I don't want to do this, but to to throw it out there for what's to come next. Um, you know, I don't think Luke takes this lightly. Um, I'm sure that Luke is already going to start spreading stuff about you. Um, and that's what, and, and I, I know that that's going to come and I know that that's an inevitable repercussion of this. Um, and I know, I mean, obviously he's going to probably try to disparage my character. I know that his fans probably will as well. And I know that, and that's the thing I've waited. What it's been over a month since we broke up and, and since you've invited me to to talk before I actually decided to. Um, and so this has not been a decision that I took lightly, um, because I knew that I would, I knew that I would have serious backlash. Um, and I didn't know if I wanted to submit myself to that again. Um, but at the same time, and, and it's, uh, I just want to move on from it. I mean, I'm already moving on, um, in my life and I, I guess I, I gave it enough time to, to where I wouldn't be speaking from a hateful hurt place. Um, I wanted to be clear headed. Um, I wanted to kind of move, move on away from this, which I have. Um, I'm happily, you know, past our relationship, um, dating and being treated well and, and very much in a different place. Um, 
but I still, so I was very much going back and forth of whether it was the right thing to do Mm -hmm. to, to say anything at all. But Steve, while I was afraid to even say anything, it just didn't feel right being silent about it. It just didn't sit well with me. Um, and I guess my moral compass just kept steering me back to, um, the fact that it's, it's not okay for any man to treat women like this. It's not okay, uh, for fame to excuse actions just because he's in the spotlight. He, he gets away with so much. I mean, yeah, he, he got away with cheating on me. He got away with treating people horribly in his life. And, and a lot of people have, you know, either turned their back on him or exited his life in some way, shape, or form. I mean, or or he gets rid of them. He doesn't really have close friends. Um, since the time that we were together, his entire band has either quit or he's fired them. Um, and he has a totally, a fully new band that works for him um, and like uh, assistant and everything um, and management and publishing company and everything. Like people just don't let, he just treats people really poorly. And it, it he's very good at, finessing and charming and um I mean obviously like in the beginning he was so 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 sweet to me um but until he wasn't you know I mean he treated me pretty awful um and was very I mean he was very critical of others uh, um and so mean in how he speaks about people uh, and criticizes them and, and with other country music, music artists, you know, just bashes them, bashes their talent and their credibility and says they don't deserve things. Um, and then, so I always heard him talk, speak ill of others and other people in his life, you know, people that I thought he was friends with, but here he is just speaking so ill of them. And then, but then he started to kind of do that to me. And it was very odd because in the beginning, you know, he's so complimentary of like, oh, I love your shape and your size, which I always thought was weird. He would talk about like how he liked how I looked so much. And at one point I said, well, Luke, do do you like my character? What do you like about my character? Um, Hmm. And because I just thought it was weird. All the compliments he paid me were primarily about my looks. And I was like, okay, cool. There are a lot of pretty girls in the world. You could date any pretty girl, but like, do you like me? Um, And then by the same token, when we broke up, um, I sat there in his, in his house and I said, Luke, do you know when, when I actually was there in Nashville and I said, do you know who you're breaking up with? Like, do you know me at all? And he was silent. He had nothing to say because it was like through our whole relationship, it revolved around him. It revolved around Luke Pell. He didn't ever ask me questions about me. I mean, he forgot my middle name for crying out loud. Like he didn't ask me questions about myself or, um, I mean, he just doesn't, doesn't care to know other people really. Um, which is sad, which is sad. It's very selfish. And I excused a lot of it. Like I said, my empathy really was kind of what got, um, the best of me in this because I excused a lot of it. I know that he's under a ton of pressure, um, and lives a lifestyle that a lot of people can't even understand. And so I just gave him a lot of excuses and a lot of free passes. Um, and I know, that, you know, like he struggles with anxiety. And so I forgave a lot because of that, because I have also, I mean, I have struggled with anxiety for a good portion of my life to the point where I almost lost my four-year academic scholarship scholarship because I had to drop out of school for a brief time because my anxiety was 
was literally overtaking my life and it was terrifying. And it was, it was just a weird experience that whenever a situation arises like that with somebody that I care about, I am empathetic to a fault. And so I, you know, I worried about him and I just wanted to help him and I didn't want to stress him out. And so I just let him, I guess, get away with, with too much because I understood a lot. Um, and I, I guess, I don't know, I guess just gave him a little, a little too many graces and he just didn't, didn't return, you know, the favor. didn't return, didn't return the favor. didn't show me any grace, you know, because, um, he got away with so much, but by the same token, the second that I would open my mouth and have a backbone, which really didn't, I mean, I was very just lenient and calm with everything. And I really didn't start to voice opinions until the end. Um, and he did not take any sort of criticism well at all. And, you know, I, he would kind of boss me around and, and get mad at me if I wasn't like taking candid photos of him or if I wasn't just, I don't know, like he just expected me to almost like be, I don't know, like his hype girl or he's like, like I was on his payroll or something. And I said at one point, like I would say, well, at, at multiple points, I would say, Luke, this is not the Luke Pell show. And then at one point, um, we did get in an argument towards the end of our relationship. And I said, Luke, I will never, I said, I know there are a lot of people out there that treat you like a celebrity. I will never be one of those people. And that is right before he ended up breaking up with me. So he, he, he needs an enabler essentially to, yeah. to date him. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody Sorry, that's going to kowtow to everything that he says and does. And, yeah. You know, because he's in the music industry, somewhat of a celebrity uh, on, on yeah. a much smaller scale than other musicians in the country world that yeah. are way more famous than he is that he can't seem to accept. Um, yeah. You know, it happens. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it happened to you. And, uh, you know, I. Yeah. It happened to you after I heard stories of the things that he said to Lauren and Dario. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is something that. Um, you know, unfortunately you had to go through and I think it's yeah. something that, you know, I think when I look over everything and, mm-hmm. you know, now knowing it, it's just like kind of what I said a couple you know, a month ago when I heard about the breakup, like, Hey, kind of mm-hmm. told you so Holly, but yeah. Hey, if you want to talk about it, great. Uh, yeah. Right now there's something going on with Luke because I still get, I still get people hitting me up about Luke and a, a new girl that he's with mm-hmm. that yeah. I am like, wait, who, who is this yeah. girl? I, and I, from, I remember when we first talked uh, off air, you had mm-hmm. mentioned that the girl that he's currently with now used to be a very close friend of yours and you introduced <laughs> Luke to her. Not a, not a close friend, uh, but a friend, but a friend. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when, yeah. Did, when did that all come about? <sighs> so, uh, great question. Um, I don't know entirely. So I was friends with her. Um, I've known her for like six years or something. Um, and Luke and I were on a date at bar taco in Nashville and we ran into her, um, very briefly. And I was like, Oh, this is my friends. Yada, yada. They met whatever. Um, no big deal. I didn't think anything of it. And then I noticed a few days later that she started following Luke on Instagram. 
I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Like I'm not that close of friends with her. And like, she only met him very briefly. I think that's kind of odd um, because they have like no reason to follow each other. So that was kind of weird. And then she started liking all of his photos um, and she would watch all my stories on Instagram, but never like any of my posts. Um, but she would like all of his. And I just thought it was a little odd. Um, and that was like last summer sometime, I think. Uh, so didn't really think anything of it. And then we broke up in the fall, like I told you about. And then we got back together. I again, like, didn't, oh, I did notice that he started following her in the fall. Thought it was a little weird, but, and I asked him about it and he said, well, and mentioned before that he wanted to be on she's like on some like tv show or like online like web tv show or something Mm. or maybe it's on real i think it's online i'm not sure but she like works for some streaming tv show or something and he had asked me before like when we were still together if i could somehow hook it up he was like i really want to be on that show could you somehow make the connection for me using your friend Um, and so then when we broke up, I saw that he was following her and I asked him about it and he was like, yeah, Holly, I just, I really still want to get on that show. You know? And that was like kind of the excuse that he used. Um, not, not when you broke up in June, we're talking about when you broke up back in the fall. Yeah. Back. Oh yeah. Last fall, last fall. So, so in October and I was like, okay, why is he following my friend? That's a little weird. They literally met first, like a second i mean in passing like we were on a date and i was like hey this is my friend hey this is my boyfriend cool nice to meet you enjoy your dinner very brief but it was long enough for him to be like oh that girl's hot um so they anyway so they were following each other and liking each other's photos and i thought it was a little odd and we were broken up but he was like no there's nothing to worry about i just want to use her as a connection to get on this show um so then we get back together in the winter and we go out, um, whatever, like we're happy. We're everything, yada, yada. Um, we, Luke and I were supposed to go on a trip for my birthday, which was in January. Um, and we were going to go somewhere. I really wanted to go somewhere tropical and I've been wanting to go to Bali for years. So that's where I wanted to go. I wanted him to go with me. I begged him to go with me and he was going to, and he was like, well, no, let's go somewhere closer. Um, so we thought about either the Bahamas or Jamaica and we were like planning. And then a few days before my birthday, like, you know, this was very down to the last minute. And he was like, I can't do it. I don't have enough money. And which was, you know, I, I believed because he always, he would complain about finances. Um, I knew that he was struggling financially. So like every time that I flew out to Nashville, 90% 90% of the time I was the one buying the tickets. Um, and so I knew, I knew that he was, um, you know, that when he said he couldn't afford it, I believed him. And so, so I was like, okay, then I'm going to go to Bali on my own. Um, and I went with some of my friends from Utah and that, that have a house down there. Um, I said, okay, I got the invitation to go. So I'm going to go. So I did, um, had an amazing time for my birthday. And the whole time we're talking about having a, you know, a second birthday trip when I get back. So he is planning it and everything. And so when I got back from Bali, we had a nice, like he flew out to LA and met me and we had a second cheaper, um, birthday little trip. And we went on a road trip. We went to Temecula. We went wine tasting. We got a cute little hotel. We went to San Diego. He met some of my best friends from college. And then we went to Orange County. We visited his sister. Uh, and then we came back up to LA. 
oh, his sister and his aunt and uncle and cousins. Um, so it was again, like a lot of people. And this was January, mid January at this point. So on that birthday trip, he, we were at dinner and I asked him because I had this weird inclination, obviously with him following my friends, I just didn't feel right about it. And so I asked him, I said, did anything ever happen with you and Amanda? And he, at least he, I will give him this. He was honest. He did say yes. Um, and I was, but I was shocked. I was not expecting him to say yes. He said, I did. He said, I went out with her last fall when we were broken up and like my stomach sank because like months had gone by, you know, and I'd been in the dark about this. And he said, I went out with her last fall because I was hurting over you. Um, I needed a distraction. I knew like, you know, easy target, whatever. I went out with her. And so I, and, and then I said, have you seen her since? He said, yes. I said, when did you see her? And he said, when you were in Bali. So (laughs) while, and it was because he got mad because somebody that I used to date was there as well on vacation and this is like full disclosure. I'm being very transparent. Like I, it upset him that this guy who I did have a past with was there at the same time. And so he saw that and got mad rightfully so. Um, but instead of talking to me about it and realizing that there was nothing between me and this person, and I didn't even see this person, you know, like it's, I was with a completely different group of friends in a completely different area. It was just on the same island. Um, But anyway, he got mad and he said, as revenge, he called up Amanda. And he took her to my favorite restaurant in all of Nashville, the place that I had introduced him to. And it became our spot, like our go-to spot. It's this place called Barcelona. I love it. I always go there. Luke had never been before I took him there. And now he, it's like his favorite place. It was our go-to spot. Anyway, so he took her there on, on my birthday um, <laughs> or maybe the day after. So uh, this like just makes my stomach churn even thinking about again. Um, and so obviously I was devastated, like crushed by this because I'd been worried about it, but, but didn't think like, you know, how could he, how could he possibly go out with a friend of mine? Um, but he did, you know, more than once. And so, and while we were together, I mean, Luke and I were dating when he went, took her on a date like that. That's different than like Mm -hmm. getting drunk in a bar and like accidentally kissing somebody. Not that that's okay because it's not, but this is not even, I mean, he, if he had made a mistake, that would be one thing. Luke doesn't make mistakes. Luke is manipulative and calculated and he thinks things out. And he did this out of spite Yeah. He towards me. So he knew exactly what he was doing. Anyway, so he took her out, whatever. I was horribly upset. I left the restaurant. Um, we almost broke up that night. We should have broken up that night, uh, but we didn't. It was one of those things. He, because he said, you know, he said, Holly, I chose you. He's like going out with her, getting to know her made me realize I don't want her. Um, <laughs> he just yeah. said this. He just said this about Stasi. Like, yeah, going out with Stasi and kissing yeah. Stasi and that whole experience yeah. made me want I you know. more. And now this yeah. is the second time he throws this on. Yep. 
Yep. So he said, being around her made me really value you. And he said, I know that she has a really horrible reputation around Nashville um, because she does. Um, And he goes, and that's not somebody I would want to associate myself with. Um, Well, looky here. She's she's not, you know, yeah, she's not of good character. That's not what I'm attracted to. Um, I just knew that it was like an easy target and I knew she would go out with me and I wanted to hurt you or I wanted to not even hurt me because I don't think he intended for me to know. He just said he was mad um, because of the situation. So, and, and so now, anyway, and now, who, and now who's Luke Pell's new girlfriend, Amanda Mertz. Well, yeah, about that? And I'm not going to sit here and try and pretend yeah. or not reveal her identity. I don't give a shit. It's Amanda Mertz. Yeah. Go look her up on the internet. She's half naked yeah. across the internet. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Google her. Oh my goodness. Just yeah. put her name in Google. Yeah. Like, it's Amanda um, Mertz. M E R T Z. And Luke has been, and people, people in the recent weeks have also been sending stuff to me like, Hey, did you see that Luke is hanging out with this Amanda girl? And I think he met her parents yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. obviously yeah. Amanda is, you know, I'm going to say the same thing right now that I said back last March to you, like Amanda, I hope you know what you're getting into. You probably don't. Well, you're going to no, accept what does. he's saying. Steve- Steve, she does. We had a huge conversation with her a month ago. Because, like Wait, I said, you we're did? friends. Yes. She apologized to me for hooking up with my boyfriend. What? She she knows. She knows that he cheated on me with her. She's aware of that. Because I saw her after, it was the night of the CMT Awards. I was in Nashville for CMA Fest. And she came up to me at FGL House and I was with a group of friends and she said, she's like, Hey girl. And I looked at her with this confused, like dumbfounded look on my face. Like, are you seriously saying hi to me? Yeah. You've got to be kidding. And so I just looked at her and turned around and she walked away. And my friends looked at me cause they've never seen me act like that towards somebody. And they, like their mouths dropped. They were like, who in the world is that? And what was that? And I said, that's the girl that Luke cheated on me with. Um, or, you know, one of the girls, but the only one to my knowledge at that point in time. Um, and so she wouldn't leave it alone. She basically followed me around. Like my friend said, she was like following me around like a puppy the whole night. And then she finally, you know, I mean, she was drinking a lot. And so I think she got enough liquid courage to come up and like really talk to me for real. And, um, (laughs) she was like, Holly, I love you. Um, I just wanted to say, I'm so sorry for everything that has happened. She's like, you know, that, um, first and foremost, like we're friends. She's like, I want nothing to do with Luke. You know, and she had really plenty of bad things to say about him. Um, and was like, I have no interest in him. I just want you to know that, um, I went out with him. He, she, she revealed a few things. Like he had hit her up first on Instagram. I didn't realize that. Um, he mm-hmm. had messaged her to ask her how this restaurant was milk and honey, which is funny because I've been there with him. He knew exactly how it was, but like he'd saw on her story that she was eating there and he, so he used that, uh, it as an excuse to slide into her DMS and he was like, Oh, I've been dying to try that place. How is it? It's like, Luke, you know how it is. We've gone there together. Like I got the trout. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. so, so he had been messaging her first and she was like, I just wanted to let you know, like it was him reaching out. It wasn't me. I just like went along with it. Um, blah, blah, blah. I was at, you know, I shouldn't have done that. She apologized over and over. And then she kept using the, co- the, um, 
the saying, girl code. You know, she's like, girl code, Holly, girl code. I love you first and foremost. I will never, she's like, I promise you this. I will never touch him again. Trust me. I will never touch him again. And this is just, um, this is right around beginning mid-June for CMA. Yeah, this was right? like mid-June, I think, probably, or yeah. early, I guess. Um, whenever, yeah, whenever the CMT <laughs> awards were. So and obviously she can do yeah. whatever she wants. I mean, all you're doing is putting it out there of what she told you. And now here's a girl. Right. That's right. She him. can like, do whatever, but she's, yeah, but she's very aware. I mean, she knows that he cheated on her with me. Um, she did. She took ownership of that. She apologized for yeah. that. Um, okay. So then she's probably and, just doing it for the exposure. That's, that's all I can think. Oh of. yeah. 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 No, she wants exposure. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe she really, to be honest, Steve, I, I do think that, that they're better suited for each other than Luke and I are. Like, I'm not, I'm almost like not even mad at the fact that they're dating because it, it makes sense. Um, very, very like image conscious, um, very much, I guess, driven by social circles and fame and, and things like that. And, and just like, I guess, knowing their personalities, they fit, well together so i guess i mean if it is real sure i mean it's not going to be a, a relationship of much depth but yeah. but all the power to them um i i do think i mean again retrospectively i don't think i'm <laughs> suited for luke I, luke is not suited for me especially now being back out like in the dating game and meeting somebody who is it's like oh okay yeah this is yeah I don't know what I was thinking kind of a thing. And then, and even like, I'm really good friends with my ex-boyfriend um, from before Luke. And it's like kind of just being around him again. Cause I, I work with him and it's like, I see what I was thinking there with my ex-boyfriend and I see what I like with this new guy it makes sense with Luke. It's like, I think I just really, really, really wanted to believe the image that he portrays, you know, because that image of like the good, old, good old boy, the country boy, the Southern boy, uh, with you know full of chivalry and and um and faith and in christ and um that that's who i fell in love with um and wanted to, wanted to believe in you know um yeah well i, I mean I it's obvious it's just <clears throat> but it's not the reality at all um and so the reality the real luke like the the, the tv luke is very well suited for me the real luke is suited for her and so i'm not it's okay like that i'm fine with the fact that they're dating i don't really care i've grown very complacent to it i don't watch any of their stuff um i i mean luke still watches my stuff every day which is weird i don't know why i mean he watches it like multiple times a day um every time i post something he'll have seen it within the hour um yeah which I, is just he, odd, he obviously but. his relationships seem to be more out of what can i what can this person do for yeah. me uh amanda yeah. you're just looking at amanda's instagram account she's got forty thousand followers this is a girl that yeah. obviously um wants to be well in, in yeah, wants to be in the media is somewhat in the media for a, yeah. a an, an online streaming show that i'd never heard of until i looked at this thing so yeah. you know obviously she's doing this to uh, increase her brand I, i'm guessing this is a relationship strictly uh, purely physical, but a girl that a month ago was telling yeah. you she'd never touch him again and apologizing yeah. to you for what she did, and here she is yeah. spending all her time with him. You know, yeah, it says more about her yeah. than it does, and and them than it does yeah. you. You didn't do anything. It, it speaks volumes, and I mean, people conduct themselves differently. I try to not judge others for the way that they sin, uh, because no one's perfect, um, 
and I do, you know, try to try to give grace, but it's just, I mean, I've never cheated on a significant other. I have certainly never targeted and gone after the significant other of one of my friends or even acquaintances. Um, so I think their moral compass is pretty well aligned, um, with each other. And I do, I mean, maybe there is some good in Luke. I, I, I hope to believe that. I hope, I think maybe he wants to be a good person somewhere down deep. I'm sure he wants to. I don't think he knows how. Yeah. I don't think he does either. And maybe eventually he will. Um, just not in the timeline that I'm going to know him, you know? Um, yeah. And, and in this stage of life, it is uh, very much about fame and followers and, um, and yeah, I don't know. It is beyond me. (laughs) Well, I think, I think Uh, at, at this point, you know, um, you know, you've obviously shared a whole hell of a lot with us and I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. And, you know, the one thing that I want to do get out there is, you know, kind of a message to Luke because we kind of know what Luke's game is going to be from here. He's going to, he's going to go on podcasts that nobody's ever heard of and he's going to try and disparage yeah. you. He might go to the media and say something, but if we put it all out there and you put it all out there before of like, look, we already know Luke's game <laughs> on how yeah. he's going to react to this. It, it falls flat because when people already yeah. predict what you're going to do before you do it, it has zero effect. And yeah. I already know what Luke's going to do. And, you know, it's coming. I mean, just yeah, just know it's coming. Ugh, um, I know. I think I think you'll be fine. I think, you know, this will get back to him. Is he going to sit here and listen to an hour and 45 minute podcast? Probably not. He, he'll just yeah. get bits and pieces told right. to him by he deal. He still does have some fans out there that will obviously yeah. report back to him what yeah. this podcast said. Yeah. And, you know, he'll react accordingly. But we already know what he's yeah. going to do. And he's going to trash your character. And. It's yeah. one thing, I, you know, people say, like, why do you have, you know, why did you have Holly on or what was the point of having Holly on? You got to understand something. You know, you were part of a storyline because Luke yeah. used you as a storyline as to why oh, he did to Stassi what he did. So, yeah. And you were covered by major media outlets when mm-hmm. Luke Pell and, and Holly Allen are now dating. And then three months later, Luke Pell and Holly Allen are now broken up when it's on people and yeah. it's on E!, that's something to cover. If if if, yeah. if if a guy that got eliminated on night two of The Bachelorette starts dating somebody that nobody cares about and they break up, it's mm-hmm. like if a tree falls in a forest theory. Like, nobody yeah. cares. Um, yeah. You're relevant to the story because of who Luke is, how yeah. long you dated. You are not a you are not a one-month or two-month fling. You're not one of these mm-hmm. sorority girls. You are yeah. someone that was with him for a good year and a half and spent a lot of time yeah. with him. And after I posted the story about everything that happened with Lauren, to see it basically happened to you again uh yeah. a girl that he did it to again it just it goes to show who we're dealing with here and yeah i wanted you to tell your story and yeah. you know there were positives in there in terms of mm-hmm. because there will be people that come to you and say okay but this is all on you why didn't you get out when you could why didn't you get out when right. you found out about the cheating in right. january and yep. all this stuff i mean you will take right. you will take ownership for some yeah. of the things that you did I yeah. hope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I had many opportunities to leave, but again, I understand, uh, I understand human imperfection. Um, I try to give grace and hope that it is given back to me in return. Um, I choose to see the positive in, in situations and in people. Um, and I guess like perpetuate positivity, but, but at the same, but it, I mean, I just ended up subjecting myself to massive amounts of, 
emotional abuse, um, which is not okay. And that's, again, the reason that I just had to not, not allow myself to, to not say anything. Um, yeah, by, by being because there, because there's, there is all, there's so much hate in the world and I don't want to add to that. Um, but he's projecting, he's putting out so much negativity into the world and I just don't, think that that's okay especially when he's in the spotlight especially when so many people look up to him and women are looking at him and then and then they see how he treats women and they go well you know that's okay if if my boyfriend's treating me like this that's okay because that's how that's how luke pell treats people or by the same token because a lot of guys are fans of the bachelor he has a huge male fan base as well like young men are are learning to realize that this is that that's okay and it's acceptable you know because influencers are doing it it's not okay though it does not matter your celebrity status it's not okay to treat significant others like that it's not okay to treat just anyone in your life like that it's it goes much beyond me that's the thing too is if it were just me that he had treated poorly that's one thing i can get over it i'm fine but it's not just me um, yeah, we've all seen the story I mean, that I posted last year. I mean, it was a long expose. Yeah, it's other, of it's what other he's women, doing to but people. it's yeah, but it's also people in the bachelor world. It's people in the country music world. It's people in his life that like work for him. It's just so, so many people, and it's just. I mean, I yeah. hope that maybe I don't think this. I don't think this will be eye opening by any means, but, um, but I don't know. I just didn't feel. I've gone back and forth in circles with this. And like I said, I had to pour a glass of rosé at the start of this thing, which is certainly gone at this point. <laughs> I've just been like a ball of nerves. Um, but there's just a lot, I mean, he just does, does not treat people well. If I, I told someone recently, if this happened to 23 year old Holly, I would be a wreck, like just not okay yeah. because of everything. I mean, he has been so horrid and criticizing my appearance and credit and saying things like, just that are just not okay for somebody to say and telling me that I'm not physically attractive enough to be with him. Um, and, <laughs> and even though, all, even though in your relationship, he was telling you the complete opposite, which is why it was funny, you know, things yeah. that he used to compliment me for like, Oh, I like your shape and the shape of your body. And I like the, this, and I like your was hair. And I like, the way, was and I like the way you dress. Lines? I know it was very, <laughs> shape of your it body. was actually very, yeah, I know it was very weird. Um, and I like your hair and I like the way you dress, but then towards the end, it was like things like, you know, I really never liked those pants on you. Those are just really not flattering. And then I'd try on all the other ones and he was like, you know, I just don't like any of the pants you have. And I was like, seriously, like what in the world? Um, and then like, Oh, like, I think you should probably work out more. And like, you know, I, at one point it was like, Hmm, should I get fake boobs? Cause he, you know, would kind of talk about that a lot. And I, and he was like, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay um he told he told you that that, well i said because i had talked about it before and he was like i mean i would love if you did and i said at one point because i i wear glasses and i said should i get lasik eye surgery or or breast implants and he goes well well lasik only you can enjoy i was like oh dang savage so well, I mean, uh, you, I mean, you do. I mean, anybody that has been on your Instagram page, which I'll link to in your Twitter account, it's Miss Holly Allen. Like it, it you're. I, I don't tweet. I'm not a. You're I'm not. not a, a, you're not much of a tweeterer. <laughs> twitterer. I'm but, like, I don't. I don't understand. Twitter. But you are a model for the Rockstar brand. Like you do modeling yeah, for them. I, I mo- and yeah, I model for other brands. So I model yeah. for all 
sorts of things. Okay, so you model all sorts um, of things, but one of them uh, is is Rockstar because we see it in some yeah. of your pictures on Instagram. But obviously, you're well yeah. put together. Mm-hmm. You're you're not large or fat like he seems to be assuming. Like I'm I don't know where does he come up with. Pounds, yeah, Steve. <laughs> I don't know where he comes up with insults like that but, that aren't even accurate. You know, but you know, telling. I mean, yeah, he. Yeah, I need to go to the gym more, and I need to do this, and I need to dress differently, and it was like all these things. It was just, but it, all but things again, that he loved about, when you were together I, with him. About yeah, you. and all about my appearance. And again, when he would criticize me for the way I looked, I, I again flipped it and I said, "Okay, well, is there anything on my soul that I could work on? Is there anything I have a problem with with my character?" <laughs> yeah. And again, speechless. Yeah, it's just like, like eh, if you love somebody, just ah, I don't know. It's yeah. just was weird and well, I don't know. Well, it's just I, all about parents. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. Weird. And it, it sucks that he did that to you. And I, and I appreciate you coming on. And like I said, one of the things that, <clears throat> you know, this is, this is obviously your side. The people that are going to defend Luke are already going to say, yeah. well, that's just her side. What about, uh, you know, yeah. why not have Luke on? Like, look, Luke is never coming on this podcast. I don't want him on this yeah. podcast. Cause I think he's a piece of yeah. shit. Okay. <laughs> so you have a very good judge in character. Steve. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've I've been saying that ever since, you know, last yeah. year. I mean, I just Yeah. I, I think it's one of these things where look, we put it out there. You didn't just come on here and list every negative thing about Luke. You told the whole yeah. story of Yeah. I tried to go in a timeline of everything that happened between you two. Yeah. Not until the end did we go back and have to talk about the Amanda situation, but everything yeah. else was a timeline because I wanted to see I wanted to show everybody how exactly how long you guys were together and how long everything was mm-hmm. and that it was yeah. not all negative they needed to hear the positive right. parts about it right. and you know now that they have everything they can make their own decision there are people that are going to mm-hmm. believe absolutely every word that you say i choose to believe what you say and there are people that you know probably luke fans that are going yeah. to poke holes in the story and luke's probably going to come yeah. out and say disparaging things but i think enough people now have spoken out to where i think we kind of see um yeah. where at where what the character behind this guy is and, and, mm-hmm. and what it is. And this is just my way of saying, Hey, everybody now judge you. You've, you've yeah. seen the expose I did on him last year. You've now heard an hour and 45 minute conversation with his yeah, ex-girlfriend sorry. of a year Very and a half. <laughs> no, it's all right. I, it just now you wouldn't have gotten If you would have gone to a tabloid, you would have gotten a half a page or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like this is why yeah. podcasts are better because and, it's my podcast and you can go for as long as you want yeah. and say whatever you want. Um, and I have turned down um, those. I have been approached by media outlets and I've turned them down. Like E! News. Like the E! News article, I had no idea that was coming out also. Same yeah. with like people. When people announced that we were dating, I didn't know. And when E! News announced our breakup, I didn't know either. That was a shock to me as well. I mean, you, which, knew you, were bro- which, you knew you were broken up. You didn't know we the story was coming. I did Yeah, all all of a sudden people are sending me this article that was already released and i was like oh well apparently that's hitting headlines and i was like at the pool with a college friend and she was like uh holly you're broken up (laughs) great like i didn't even know you know it's like little things like that it's all anyway so once it was once it was released um they did contact me for a statement i said no um and i they asked me to go on um, and actually do like meet with a reporter. And I, I said, yeah. no, because I just, well, because again, at, it was, like you said, at, at, that, at time, that point it felt premature and I wanted to make sure I was in a very good headspace before I even said anything. You know, I didn't, like I said, I didn't want to be speaking from a, from a place of spite. I just wanted to be yeah. very transparent, very honest and just, 
and and be sure I wasn't going to regret it. And enough time has passed. I'm very just happy with the way things are. And I think I, I'm very secure in the fact that I would have regretted it more if I hadn't said a word. Well, we appreciate yeah. you coming on and, and sharing all this with everybody. I'm sure the listeners are going to appreciate it as well. I mean, all we ask for is honesty. And yeah. you told the story uh, of what happened between you guys and yeah. the things that you had to endure during the course of your relationship. And yeah. I appreciate you coming on and doing this. You, like I said, you were contacted by others. We finally got around to doing this. And, um, you know, I can't thank you enough. I, I, I know it probably wasn't easy for you, but, and I, I know mm-hmm. you were nervous, but thanks again, yeah. Holly, for, for sharing this and coming on. And I hope people get something out of it. Even if you choose to yeah. not believe a word that Holly says, which seems kind of ridiculous, but everyone's entitled to their own opinion. However, yeah. I want you to actually take the time to listen to the hour and 45 minutes. Don't skim it. Don't just look for the tea spilling parts. How about you actually listen to the full interview and then make a decision on whether or not you think that this situation happened or you think Holly just lied for two hours straight? You know, I mean, yeah. I I don't think you did. <laughs> um, and 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 even if they don't believe a word I say, I just hope that people because I know it's a lot of female demographic listening to this. I I just hope that no one ever subjects themselves to such emotional abuse, whatever the excuse may be with their guy, whether it's love or celebrity status or whatever. It's just, I was tolerant and empathetic and I, you know, would not wish, I would not wish how Luke treated me on any woman. Um, and so I just want people to, you know, have a backbone from the, from the get go and, and have self-respect and know exactly what they deserve because our generation is just crazy with, you know, options everywhere at the swipe of a thumb and, um, the world at our fingertips just never, I don't want, you know, girls to, to settle for anything less than the utmost respect. And, and like, um, like you said, you know, you were, you were not, you were not not at fault here. Like you played. A, yeah, no, played I was. I was. I was. I stayed in the relationship. I had a choice, and I made that choice. And, um, like I said, I'm just trying to find the silver lining through it. Um, I just hope that that other women are, you know, very um clear in what in what they want, and they don't, you know, yeah, let themselves get walked over, walked on. Um, in in similar situations so hopefully it'll be a positive thing um i know there will be some negativity but you know that's just part of the part of the price that i know i'm gonna pay so it's okay no i appreciate you coming on holly thank you so much for doing this and uh, good luck in the future and uh, we'll be in touch thank you steve appreciate it it. (laughs) have a good one I want to thank Holly for that interview remember this podcast is brought to you by the spy who dumped me Catch Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon as best friends turn international spies who race through several European capitals, all while being hunted by a host of top-secret operatives that either want to help them, get rid of them, or both. Don't forget to get your tickets to see this summer's hottest action comedy in theaters on August 3rd. Again, thank you to Holly for that. Um, I just wanted to put it out there and let everyone make their own decision on whether they choose to believe Luke's story, because I can guarantee you he's going to be posting a Bible scripture within hours of this going up, or he's going to run to some podcast, or he's going to give some interview. We already know his game, and he did it last time with after I posted the Lauren stuff and the whole, well, not the Lauren stuff, the the expose on him of everything that he did, um, and it was didn't take him long to start trying to dispel everything. But I mean, how many times do you have to hear it from different women? 
before you actually believe the women over uh, the guy that's a complete fraud. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, I, have I made my decision? Absolutely, because I've heard from enough women. And I, and I hope you do, too. If you choose to believe Luke, hey, that's great. Um, I, I think you're in the wrong. Uh, I think you're not opening it, your, your ears up enough. And I think you're just holding out some sort of bias that you like him and you don't want to believe this stuff is true. Unfortunately, it is. So I wanted Holly to tell her story. Yes, she was very long-winded, but yes, I wanted you to hear everything because there were good parts in there. And she didn't just come on the podcast and for an hour and 45 minutes rip him a new asshole. Um, It was, here's what happened. Here's how we got started. Here's what he does. Here's kind of the things that were good in our relationship. Here were the bad stuff. And obviously there there was a lot of stuff and she was complicit in allowing things to happen that never should have happened. I mean... I don't think there's any way she ever should have let him go on Winter Games if they were that serious. But the thing is, Holly's not the first to do this, and she's not going to be the last. There are women that just, for whatever reason, um, this is what it gets to. This is what it comes to. And they allow it to happen. And unfortunately, when you allow something like that to happen, sometimes these are the consequences, and it just ends poorly. And, And it did for Holly, but... Like she said, she's moved on. She's dating. She seems to be happy with a new guy. So good for her. But I just wanted you to all hear that and, you know, take a minute to soak it all in. I know that was a lot, but um, hopefully you enjoyed that. And um, I think, again, I thank Holly for coming on and and sharing that with us because it's not easy because she knows she's going to get a lot of shit from people who do still support Luke that say, why can't you keep your mouth shut? Why don't you just move on? Let it go. He dumped you. Whatever. Um, If she wants to talk about it, she has every right to talk about it, and I gave her the platform to do it. So thank you all for tuning in and listening. I really appreciate it. Again, Nell Coulter's um, Floribama Shore recaps are up every Tuesday. Check those out on Tuesday. Even if you're not watching the show, trust me, they're still pretty funny, and you are going to be getting another dose of Nell come middle of August when Are You the One Season 7 kicks up. If you want to be part of the He Said, She Said podcast with myself and Ashley Spivey, hit me up on email. As long as you have Skype, we can figure out a time to record and what time zone you're in and what your issue is, what you want to talk about. We can set up a recording. The next episode of the He Said, She Said podcast should be out in the end of August, maybe maybe August, or excuse me, end of July, or no, sorry, totally losing track here. Um, maybe August 3rd. The first Tuesday, <laughs> the first Tuesday in August, which is what the seventh, yeah, the night um, Bachelor in Paradise premieres because Becca's finale is on Monday, August sixth. So if you want to be a part of that, just hit me up, let me know, and uh, we can arrange that. So thank you all again for tuning in to episode number eighty-eight, episode eighty-nine, coming at you next week, and it is a former contestant from this franchise. I will tell you all about that next week in my column. But until then, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to Holly again. I really appreciate her coming on and sharing this with us. It could not be easy for her. And I thank you all for listening. And please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. As you know, it helps the podcast with advertisers and with our ranking. And that only helps things move forward as we continue to bring you podcasts every single week. Thanks again, everybody. I will talk to you next week. See you.